Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. So today I am going to give you my five best SARMs for strength. But before we get into that, I just want to ask everybody, if you're enjoying the channel, please hit that subscribe button. It really, really helps to get the channel to grow. That allows me to do more content. As you can see, more content's been coming because the channel's been growing. And I'll just continue to pump it out the more support we get. Also, if you enjoy the videos, hit that like button because that also goes a million miles to help the channel grow. And if you're subscribed, hit that bell notification. Otherwise, you're not going to get any of the updates when new content's coming out. So let's jump into it. Now, remember, everybody, this is just my list. I'm not saying it's the holy of holy of holy. I'm not saying you can't disagree, but... For, for, for God's sake, some people get so angry and want to just go crazy. If you have a different opinion, awesome. Let's just compare and chop it up. That's all we got to do. There's no need to get crazy or whatever. I'm not going to lose sleep over it if you disagree. I, I, I like to hear other people's opinions and why. It's cool, man. That's what it's all about so we can compare and learn. Um, I got to give honorable mention to MK2866 right off the jump. Didn't make my top five. Uh, I love 2866, probably the most versatile SARM out there. And it's really good for strength, but I don't quite think it's up to par with these other five. Now, also, mind you, there's not huge separation here between the five. I'm not saying because something's ranked five, it couldn't easily be number one because there's not that much separation. I think that one is a little bit more stands out a little bit more for very you know many different reasons but um they're not that far apart it's not like anadrol's up here and anavar you know and even though anavar does get you pretty damn strong i mean we're talking anadrol right so it's not that kind of gap that we're talking um all of these get you strong and really just like i said anavar gets you strong too um so number five rad 140 I know some people probably would have it higher on their list. Um, I just think the ones I have ahead of it get you a little bit stronger. But there is no doubt that RAD-140 gets you extremely strong. I mean, think about it. What was RAD-140 originally designed to do? It was designed to actually replace testosterone and be your testosterone replacement therapy. Obviously, nobody should be recommending that to anybody right now. But that was the intent. So there's a lot of properties there. And RAD-140 will get you extremely strong. It will. I'm not saying it's going to turn you into Mr. Olympia, but it, it definitely adds some strength. Number four, LGD-4033 was the king for a very long time until some of the other SARMs that I'm going to mention came out. Most people would have had LGD-4033 number one until newer mainstream things started to come out, you know, as I'm going to get to in this list. There's no doubting its strength. I definitely think there's a, a gap between it and RAD-140. Not huge, but I, I, I'm telling you the gap is there now. Between 3 and 4, the gap is razor thin. Um, and the thing about LGD is it's also one of the more widely used SARMs for bulking because it can add a little bit more size. Um, <clears throat> I've seen people do extremely well 7 to 10 pounds on LGD. Not everybody. But I've seen it done, you know, and you've got to accommodate your eating and your training. And, you know, some people are just hyper reactive to things like that. Uh, but it, it's it's got the ability to put some size on and definitely as a strength. Number three, S4. I know some people are probably going to tilt their head at that. Trust me when I tell you, if you have good quality S4 and you are able, this is, I, I guess I should put a disclaimer on S4. 
because not everybody can get to the higher dosing. If you're able to get to about 75 milligrams a day of S4 and not have the vision side effects and you're able to tolerate it, and you can get up to that 100 mark like I've been able to do several times, that's when you see that strength. So I guess there should be a disclaimer there because if you're not able to do that, I would probably put LGD ahead of it. Um, but if you are able to, you're going to notice that you're going to be just amazing strength on S4. And I know it's also maybe an anomaly because S4 isn't a bulking, you know, SARM, but think about halotestin, not a bulking steroid. And how strong do you get on that? You don't really gain any size on halo, but you get stronger than, I mean, anybody that's used it will be able to vouch for that. So it's not always about the size you get off of something. And S4 is packs a punch when it comes to strength. Number two, YK11. YK11 is awesome. I know I was not a fan of YK11 because I, I had concerns. Um, and a lot of the stuff coming in wasn't even YK11, or it was just coated with different types of compounds. It was never pure and clean. And when it started getting better and, and more trust and more people using real YK, uh, YK11 is no joke. And YK11 could fight for number one here. Um, it's not quite there though. It's not. But the strength that you get on YK11, you're going to notice decisively over the other three that I just listed. And that's when I was talking about more mainstream things coming into play. There was a gap there. And if you, anybody that's used good quality YK11 knows, YK11 is a beast. YK11 could be considered a very, very mild steroid. Um, it's got that kind of punch to it. Um, mild, mind you, but but number one should be categorized as a steroid, and that is S23. Uh, S23, I don't know how it's really not categorized as a steroid because it, it can compete with several of them strength through the roof. I don't think anybody's going to argue that being number one on this list um, at all. But S23, like I said, to me, it's a steroid. You have to run a full PCT with it. So, I mean, it's a steroid. It defeats the purpose. Um, and so many qualities to it naturally. I'm not, I mean, it is a beast. It's like a souped up S4 to like, well, it's, it's like an anabolic, you know, steroid version of S4. Um nobody's going to deny that one. That one's an easy number one. So that is my list. Okay. Let me know what your list is in the comments. You know, what you like, what you didn't like. I'm curious because I just like to hear and know. And, you know, some people have their different opinions, different experiences. It's cool to hear because one thing, especially when it comes to PEDs that we've all got to remember, just because you experience something does not mean that the 20 other people that you're talking to have. Some people are in that rare like 5 to 10% that just have a completely different result. But when you speak about something and you're, you're talking about it, just it's good to compare and contrast. Just because you experience that does not mean it's the same for everybody else. So like I'm always careful about my experience. I will tell you what it is, but I will tell you what I've seen from the majorities. Not, oh, because Dylan experiences, that's what you're going to experience. No. I see people that post those things on forums and say those things, and that's just bad. It's bad business, bad information, whatever you, however you want to put it. You should always say, this was my experience. I don't know if mine was way different than everybody else's or what, but this is what I experienced at this dose from this company or whatever. Because there's so many factors. There's so many things that people don't bring up when they're talking about experiences. You've got to give all the facts and then to have a fair comparison and contrast. That's it.
And it doesn't have to be an argument or name calling or whatever. It doesn't have to be that way. So stay tuned. Plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.